Hello and welcome. This is Nathan Peterson with Wales Baptist Church. And I just want to take just a couple minutes of your time uh, just to read some scripture with you. I uh, pray that y'all are doing well. Um, I pray that you're just keeping your eye on Christ through all this uh, stuff that's going on. And uh, I just uh, pray that um, just keep him on your forefront and that everything that you say and do will be honoring and glorifying to him. Um, I want to read out of Math Mark chapter 8 and start in verse 11. I uh, pray if you could just get your Bibles out, just go along with me. And we're going to read Mark 8, 11 through 21. The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Truly I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, got into the boat again, and went to the other side. Now they, the disciples, had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them, saying, Watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they, the disciples, began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes do you not see, and having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, Seven. And he said to them, Do you not yet understand? Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this day. I just thank you for your grace and mercy, God. I just thank you for your, your blessings through all that's going on uh, in the world today, God. I thank you for always being there, providing for us, God. And even when we don't see it, um, how you're going to work things out, God, you're always there uh, working behind the scenes to... Take care of us, God. Lord, I love you. I praise you. I give you all honor and all glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, I found this uh, passage interesting because we see the, the disciples um, struggling to, to remember that um, Christ is there to take care of them and to uh, get them through any situation that they're in. Um, it, a simple thing over bread. They're they're worried about bread. What are they going to have to eat? And they've forgotten what Christ has done for them uh, in uh, the beginning of chapter eight. And then we also see in chapter six, the feeding of the five thousand. You know, we've seen Christ take from nothing just a few pieces of bread and fish, and multiply it to feed over nine thousand people between the two. And yet they keep forgetting. But what, what's the one thing that we see in here um, that Christ says to them? That is, watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. The leaven here he's, he's referring to is the influence of the Pharisees. And where we see the influence of the Pharisees come in is, is right before this we saw where the Pharisees became 
the Pharisees came and began to argue with him, Christ, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. You know, they, it wasn't enough for the Pharisees to see Christ feed over 9,000 people. They wanted more. Their hearts were hardened. They wanted more, more. They wanted to see more. And then we see at the after the feeding of the 5,000, a couple chapters back, we see some verses later where the Pharisees come in again, and they're testing Christ about the law, where the, the disciples came in and they had dirty hands, and they were eating with the dirty hands and uh, they weren't clean, and they were trying to test Christ about traditions, saying, you know, it's our tradition that we, we wash our hands before we eat. We're not defiled. And then Christ goes in to rebuke them, and, you know, it's not what goes into a man that is defiled, but what goes out that's defiled. But we see, you know, here, the disciples, they had forgotten the true message of what Christ was doing here. You know, when it seems impossible for um, our needs to get met, or it seems really hard for our needs to get met, we often turn to things other than God, and or we don't rely on God to get us through those things. You know, right now we see um, our country putting hands out to the government right now, saying we need this. You know, the government just issued, uh, you know, checks to people to help them uh, through these times and. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that, you know, we're getting this money for help. But are we turning to the country first for help, or are we turning to God for help, knowing that God never leaves us nor forsakes us? You know, He's that friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's that God that not only will provide food for the birds, how much more of value are we? God will always there be there to take care of us. And God showed the disciples that, you know, with what seems impossible, I can take care of it. You don't need this big sign every time, this big magical thing to happen every time to see that he's still going to take care of them. You know, they were there with him when he fed the 5,000. He was there with them when he uh, fed the 4,000. You know, he was there with them when uh, he was walking on water and calmed the storms. He was there with them through it all up until this point. Christ has always been there to take care of the, the disciples. And yet, they still didn't understand what Christ meant when he said, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. They instantly, instantly went back into discussing in verse 16 of Mark 8. Um, it says, and they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. They forgot that God was always there. Christ was there to take care of them. Have you forgotten that God's always there to take care of you? You know, we... Uh, the way that God take, can take care of you through these times is through your brothers and sisters in Christ. And if you see someone in need... Um, be there to take care of them. Help them through it. 
um, be the, the hands and feet of Christ that we're supposed to be. Don't be like, um, and if you're struggling with, with things, don't be like the, the, the disciples here and go into instant worry mode and sit there and say, what are we going to do? How are we going to eat? We only got one loaf of bread. When the crazy thing was right before this, you know, they had excess from that food. They could have brought more bread in. God had already provided for the situation, but they had forgotten to bring the bread. And they only had one loaf with them in the boat. You know, God is going to take care of us. God is going to provide for us. God will get us through this. It may not be easy. It may not be the way we've been accustomed to in this country. But God is always there to take care of us. Don't fall to the influence of we need the United States government to take care of us or we need this or that to take care of us. You know, a thing that's kind of discouraging to me is to see, and it's it's part of the end times. We see it's going to be happening, but we see the country turn into entertainers to put on these one world concerts, you know, to raise money for, for this COVID-19 or we, we turn to, you know, entertainers or, or sports stars to raise money. We turn to the, the government to raise money, to give us money. Um, we're turning to everything but to God and his word. Christ seen, the, the, the disciples seen where Christ took care of them and the people in those two times. And yet they didn't get it. They didn't understand that what Christ was trying to tell, what Christ was showing them, that he will always be there to take care of them. They will have what they need. And, um, and the same goes for us. No matter what you're going through right now, I know it's hard with some with job losses. Um, jobs are on hold right now. I know they're talking about the possibly opening up in, ten in May in Tennessee. Uh, start to bring some jobs back to allow us to be able to work. But just, uh, just remember, even if it's not May 1st that we're allowed to go back to work, God is always there. He's always going to be there to take care of us. He will always provide for us. Don't fall to the influence of the, the government or the influence of uh, other things that will take care of us. God will provide. God will take care of us. Just keep your mind and heart focused on Him and His words. You know, we have something that um, I know Chris has said, and I know Kevin and Nick have said, and others have said, you know, be in God's Word. Remember those times that when you've cried out for help and God has taken care of you. Take up those stones like the Israelites were told to so they wouldn't forget, you know, that God got them through that sea away from the Egyptians. Remember, every time that uh, times are getting tough, remember those times that God has taken care of you and gotten you through it. Because if you, if you go into relying on self or relying on others, you know, you're, you're not going to make it. You know, it's interesting where Levin here 
is referring to the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. You know, leaven's given a, a negative connotation in Scripture, is what most people think of it. But in Matthew um, 13, in verse um, 33, it gives a different uh, connotation of what uh, leaven can mean. And in Matthew 13, 33, it says, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour till it was all leavened. The kingdom of God is constantly there. It's constantly multiplying in us. The more you're reading God's word, the more it's just growing and, and just overflowing in us. God is there. He is not going nowhere. He is not sitting in the dark, just walking, you know, thinking, okay, we're just going to let him be. He's taking care of us. He's taking care of you. And if you have that relationship with Christ, if you are one of God's children, he will take care of you. Don't listen to the world who says, what are we going to do? Woe is me. We have that victory in Christ. Christ will be there to take care of us. So I just just want to implore you to, we're no different than the disciples. We can have those times of doubt, of a knowing what's going to happen. But Christ was trying to get them to see, remember, I've done this, I've done that. And remember what Christ has done in your life to get you out of certain situations or where he's brought you from out of life of sin and where he probably in the past gotten you out financially. It may not be no big, great thing, no big, great sign this time that he's going to get you out, but he'll get you through it. Keep your eyes on Christ. Keep your eyes on his, uh, on the words of God and uh, meditate on God's word. Trust in God that he will take care of you. He will get us through this. All right, let's pray. Father God, I love you. I praise you. I give you all honor and all glory, Lord God. I thank you, God, for your word, God, which is uh, it's just invaluable, God. We can constantly go to your word, God. Go to your promises that you will take care of us, God. We can constantly go to your word to know that no matter how rough things seem to get, you're always there. You're going to take care of us. We just got to keep our eyes focused on you, God. And I pray, God, that uh, you be with our church family right now, God, that uh, I know a lot are struggling right now financially. And I pray, God, that um, you just fulfill their needs, God. Um, you've always taken care of us. You always will, God. And help us keep our eyes on you through this whole situation going on with our country right now, God. We pray for our leaders right now. We pray for the leaders from Pulaski all the way up to the president, God. We pray that um, we know that everything's going to be done the way you want it done, God. But we pray that hearts and minds are changed, God, and that they they see you for who you really are, God, before it's too late. Lord, I love you. I praise you. I give you all honor and all glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.